Welcome home. I'm Kirsten. And I'm Graham. And this podcast is the home at class you wish you'd been offered. We're two moms aspiring to create gracious homes that are welcoming and functional, all while dealing with real life schedules, budgets, and children. Stick with us and we'll share and show what we know, what we've learned, where we've messed up, and how to fix it. For everything we can't make up, we'll bring in the best experts we can find. You're listening to Welcome Home. Today on Welcome Home, we're getting quirky. We're talking about all the strange and unexpected little things that we do that others may find just a tad bit peculiar. Plus, why blowing around hot poop bear is not for us. (laughs) Hidden reason why Graham's children are destined to be Dave Matthews fans and why Kirsten has fully decorated the grocery clerk's living room, although the two have never formally met. All that and more on today's episode of Welcome Home. Welcome home, Graham. Welcome home, Kirsten. Welcome home, you quirky, I really wanted to just call you a bad word. You quirky SOB. Yes, that's the one I wanted to use. (laughs) Of course. that's That's just one of my quirks. We have a mind melt, that's for sure. Hey, housekeeping today. We're sorry our audio's been bad, everyone. We are taking great strides to improve it. And when I mean great strides, Kirsten switched laptops and I turned off my <laughs> and we heat. Did a, we did a test run. Yeah, we did a test run. So I took those trying. handy wool Trader Joe balls out of the dryer. Those were like boom, 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 boom. I don't think that was a problem, but I felt like, you know what? Why risk I didn't it? hear that, but those are supposed to be cool. Today's going to be really fun. I'm excited about this. This is a good episode. Mm-hmm. It's like a Graham and Kirsten episode. episode, and we're going to be discussing how quirky we are. Human quirks in general. Little things that get under our skin or little iterisms. Iterisms? Is that right? That mm-hmm. we do. Um that maybe others do, maybe others don't, but just human quirks. I think maybe I should have been a psychologist in my life because I love reading about stuff like this. So do I. Okay. So should I start with how I came up with this idea? Sure. Okay. So I came up with this idea because my dishwasher is currently broken and I had a new babysitter at the house and she shows up and I've got my gloves on um, and just everything. And like the, the, I've got the water turned on so hot that it's like smoking hot and you could see the steam coming up and I'm, and I'm spraying palm olive all over everything. And, you know, you always want to kind of let people know that like you're a cool mom, you know, everything's fine. And, you know, look at me, I'm such a hipster. But the truth is I said to her, I started by- I love that Graham's version of hip, like is the way she washes the dishes too, by the way. I'm a cool mom. Look at how I wash my dishes. Go ahead. Sorry to interrupt. I just, you know, I wanted her to think that I wasn't, well, oh, I know what it was. No, no, no. I know what it was. I was asked. <laughs> okay, wait, sorry. So disregard that whole last story. That was just made up. Go ahead. Oh, it was even worse. SOB. It was even worse. <laughs> I basically was like trying to ask her to do some dishes after the boys went to sleep because I said, if you want to make some bonus money, you can do some dishes because I've got to hand wash all these dishes. But then I stopped myself. I caught myself and realized that I didn't want her touching my dishes mm. because I'm so nutty and anal Mm -hmm. about. Mm -hmm. So basically my thing is, I think we've said this on the show before, I put every single thing through the dishwasher. And And this is, by the way, Graham's like only um, like hygienic thing. She's totally like, whatever, like I'm not worried about it, germs, swarms, but like with dishes, you're, you're quirky. Yeah. Everything has to go through some sort of steam cycle, right? And so basically I don't want anyone else hand washing because I don't think they're going to scrub to the level of which I require scrubbing. But I found myself apologizing saying, I'm really, like I was hedging. I said, I'm really not that quirky a person, but this is just one of my weird things. So even though I asked you to wash the dishes, now I'm unasking you to wash the dishes. But you know what? The truth is, I don't actually think it's that either I have the same quirk or I don't think it's that quirky, but I think we're not alone in being super sensitive about the the dishes. I know my husband really wants the boys to be like more active in helping out around the house and have chores and stuff, but I'm like- Wouldn't that be delightful? Right. But I'm like, you know what? No, they can put away their clothes. They can clean their bedroom. I don't want them touching my dishes. That's the the big of it. He's not, it's not that he just wants them to be helpful. He wants them to do the dishes. And I'm like, "Uh uh-uh, that's not a- nice thing for mommy. That's obnoxious. So I don't know if you're alone in that quirk. All right. Okay. So let's dig into it. You know what I think is a great place to start is you found a real simple article that just is six common personality quirks and the surprising meanings behind them. Oh, I like that. Okay. okay. First, the just definition six of is an easy one. There were some lists that were like 500 quirks. This is a very you know, manageable list of quirkiness. Wait, the definition of being quirky is someone who is characterized by peculiar or unexpected traits. Okay. That's, that's actually helpful. Peculiar, peculiar or unexpected. Okay. But wouldn't you say that all of our quirks are relatively normal? 
We'll, do, we'll figure this out. Okay. Hit us. Hit us hard. Okay. Six common, um, we won't get into the truth, the thing behind them, but a need for even numbers. Do you let the gas pump run a little longer so you can get an exact 20 gallons? Oh no, I do not do that. Keep the treadmill running until the mile marker. I do it to the number, to the second. Oh, this is good, Kirsten. This yeah, is I don't, good. is that quirky? Or, well, they, they said these are common quirks. So if it's, if it's common, then it's not a quirk, right? It's just a, humans are weird, right? I'm curious. Do you let your gas pump just run until it pops when it's pumping? Um, I just run I don't want to tell you goes. because I'm a rule follower, but like, do not top off. Like, who are they kidding? Who are they <laughs> kidding? Of course you've got to top off. I'm there. I've got to get my max gas. Wait, you're a topper offer? We're, everyone's a topper offer. No, I'm so scared. I told you the time I gassed that child. That was one of the most terrible <laughs> moments of my life. No, like, but that's hard. I, I don't so... even know why I laughed. I'm, I'm picturing the Zoolander scene where they have the gasoline fight. Yeah, I've had gas like spray on me, spray down the car. Like, yeah, it's horrible. No, though, I think I told you this. I was in the car with someone the other day. It was, no, it was this summer. It wasn't the other day. I'm just lying left You're and right this lying. morning. But it was like a thousand degrees in Alabama, right? So obviously a very flammable time. Mm -hmm. And we were driving somewhere long. And she left the car running while she pumped the gas. And like, I was sitting in the car and I wanted to play it cool. But all I wanted to do was like army roll out of the car and crawl to safety. <laughs> and I had to pretend like I was cool with it. But the whole time, my knuckles were white. I was clutching the sides of the seat. I thought I was going to blow up. No, I live in fear of my gas. I'm, I'm even scared to say it out loud. Of my gas uh, fireplace, like of it accidentally somehow being on and the whole thing. Oh yeah, if you get if you forget to turn off the gas. Yes. So so I have enough like crazy fears in my life that if I don't have one, I won't let myself start entertaining that. So well, no. this is delightful. I'm really enjoying this because you're making me think we're never going to get through these lists because you're making me think of how I light the grill now. So we have a gas grill outside, and sometimes I'll light it, you know, like so Harris, so it'll be hot, so Harrison can like grill. But we've got this little circle hole that you basically, because our, our igniter switch is broken. So you have to put the, um, the match like in the hole while the gas is going. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. And, um, I'm you know, but it takes a while because our grill is kind of old and musty and all these things. And so I used to just kind of lean over the front of the grill, but one time there was this whole plume because the gas had run too long before it had like hit where the match needed to catch it. Yeah. And so the flame like came up in my face. No, it's terrifying. So now now Every, I do it. Yeah. Like squatted down. <laughs> I can totally see you like back to it. Yes. No, no, no. I think <laughs> I spend a lot of time rolling and squatting away from <laughs> things I think are flammable. So we'll add that to my quirky list. Flammability is very We should scary. dig into your past if there's like a past person in Oh, know, I know where it is. Trade. I know I know what started it. No, no, what? no. I saw a house fire when I was a little girl mm -hmm. and it was down the street from me and it you know, it was old fashioned. So it was like everyone, the whole neighborhood came out to watch this house burn down. And I remember like a fireman throwing a cat out of a window. I mean, yeah. the cat did fine. No, that, would be, that would be traumatizing. Okay, that could change you. That could change. But see, I'm looking at this. Like, I think out. this is totally normal. Like, you know, I, I, I did a 30-day alcohol cleanse. And then I was like, okay, this, it, it, but it ends like the second day of Lent. So I was like, okay, you know what? I'm just going to go for it and do Lent too. But that got me to 74 days. And like, okay. what kind of miserable, insane, crazy person does a 74 day anything. Like you do 75, <laughs> like you do. So it's like Lent plus one, like, of course you do 75. So I don't think that's quirky. Like who's like, I went 74 days. It's like, and then what? Like, no, you have to go for 75. So I think that's for all our that's beloved cool. listeners. Kirsten's still in the middle of it. So we'll see actually how many days she goes. Odds are it's going to be like 37. <laughs> it won't be 37. If it, 40. Okay. You could meet me at 40, but not meet 50. That makes sense. But who who stops something at 37 days? Like, that's absurd. Okay. Fair. Arranging things in a particular way. Duh. Everybody does that. Keeping your bills in ascending numerical order. I mean, I don't do that. But everybody has, like, everybody has some of that. They, uh, the other example they gave was each handle in the cabinet facing the same way. Like, of course people have those things. I don't I do that. That's not quirky. I don't. I just throw my mugs in completely. Oh, I've really seen your like... cabinets. There's no quirkiness there. <laughs> mm -hmm. I want it to feel like you're at a bed and breakfast in Vermont. Like, hey, grab a mug. <laughs> like, we've got... Like very natural, very real. Okay. Oh my goodness. Okay. Oh. Discomfort with the top of the hour. This I've never this heard of. Interesting. Okay. So they're saying, do you set your alarm clock for 7.01 instead of seven o'clock? No, weird. again, 74 days. No, that's insane. That's insane. 
Wait, now that's interesting. And their other example is always program the microwave for a minute 35 when the directions say a minute and a half. See, that's um, interesting. I'm all over the map. Like I'll microwave something for 28 seconds or, <laughs> I mean, I just throw numbers left and right. I have a residual leftover few seconds on my microwave at all times because I never wait till the end. And oh, so- but that drives me crazy. Okay, that's a quirk. <laughs> that drives me bananas because then you can't see, because then what happens is that's the clock I use. Yeah, yeah. But mine is hidden behind a door, so it's not the clock I use. <clears throat> so, oh. um, yeah. So, but I, so every time I open the microwave, it always has like seven seconds left. So, like, I just press the 30 button and then I like add, yeah, no, there's always like, oh, it's got, and sometimes oh. I'll like make a mistake and realize I was on the defrost setting and I'll be microwaving for five minutes. And I'm like, why is this cooked yet? Oh, yeah. No, I'm bad. Oh, like your microwave habits mm-hmm. irk me greatly. Uh-huh. Yeah. Bedtime rituals. We will get into this with my list, but totally I have a ton of bedtime rituals. But I like that the reasoning why they say that is, is because you start bedtime habits at children to soothe your, at childhood to soothe yourself to get to sleep. As mothers, we certainly know that's a thing. Right. Um, but they say like it just, you grow into an adult version of that, which makes sense. Specific yeah. way of walking. Do you constantly avoid steps on sidewalk cracks? Do you feel the need to step onto a plane with your right foot, never the left or whatever? I've never felt that really. Um, I, when I was a kid, I was real like big on like, don't step on cracks. Yeah, I did that when I was little, but I think fortunately that um, went bye-bye. Okay. This one, I always get really annoyed with people who do this. <laughs> Aversion oh, yeah. to textures. Yeah, I don't have a textural aversion. I like it all. Gummy, soupy, creamy. But this is a good example they used. Do you feel repulsed if you touch the powdery bottom of a slice of pizza? No, not at all. Get over it. In fact, like, so what really bothers me is I went to Finland and they had this very, you know, like you can kind of finish, picture like finished design, like very like, you know, whatever. Like, I don't know. Just picture finished design. Yeah, Scandinavian like, design. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Sleek and, and interesting. And they had these really classy looking wooden spoons that were like earth friendly of like acacia wood or something. Did I say that right? Acacia? Acacia? Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Mm -hmm. Anyway, like they were just very like cool and you know, I don't know, Mm -hmm. just kind of that look. And um, I've mentioned this to my husband multiple times. I'm like, wouldn't that be great to have like a really, you know, if you're having a party kind of instead of having to wash dishes, but not plastic silverware, you could have those. And he acted like I had just said, let's swallow nails for dinner. He was, he can't. Oh, eating on wood cutlery? Mm-hmm. Or that like a me out too because what if you got he a can't mouth- get to the bottom of a popsicle? He's like, that's disgusting. He can't handle wood. He's, he's scared of getting a, a mouth splinter. No, you it's know not what? that. That's it's fair. like it's the texture thing. It's not. He has no fear of the splinter. He just like that's a texture. Well, because and he's a pretty like low maintenance guy on that kind of stuff. But that texture thing gives him the heebie-jeebies. I'm gonna side with him on this because here's the thing: we spent our life growing up with our children saying, "Don't you know? Don't run your hand across that rail." How many times have you watched your son run his hand like along a rough? wood rail and you're just like waiting for the splinter or don't shuffle your feet on an unfinished deck or all that kind of stuff so by nature the next step is don't like run your mouth up and down a popsicle stick how many times have you gotten a popsicle stick like little splinter that breaks off i hear what you're saying i hear what you're saying and if his concern was i have a i have a well thought out concern about splinters that's not what he says he just gets heebie-jeebies for it but it's ask him like, dig, dig gross. down dig down on that dig i bet down. he's scared of a mouth splinter maybe uh-huh. he saw fire or he got he a splinter is what you're saying he might have gotten a popsicle splinter but i really enjoyed that list thanks okay Christa. well let's get into our personal list and then you can say yours and i will judge you okay that sounds okay? fun okay <laughs> great okay, Grim, okay why don't you start with your um, Here's well. This was one. I so wanna, I was, and by the way, I'm dying to hear the first one because this is something I think about constantly. So I want to hear if your version or your quirk is in line with mine. Oh God, this is something. I mean, honestly, we're quirkier than we think if we just stop to think about it. So I was making this outline yesterday, and I was just thinking about things that happened to me yesterday. So Cohen was sick. My oldest was sick, so I took him to the doctor's office, and it was one of those. It was actually a doc in the box because I was trying to get in and out quickly, and. We hadn't been there, so we had to, you know, fill out all those forms they give you on the clipboard. I am, I fill those out like I'm in the Indy 500 because <laughs> my, my goal is to see if I can beat, because, you know, basically the, those 12 pages of forms that you have, that's basically putting you in the line to then get back to see the doctor. And as we know, you can't waste any time like that. So Sweet Cohen was like, mom, can I help you fill out the data? Can I help? And I'm like, absolutely not. We got to fill this out because there's three other people in the waiting room. And the first person to get their forms in is like the first person to get in line. Yeah. So yeah. And I also never give my social security number ever. 
Well, I just feel like maybe it's a placebo. Like maybe the doctors are all like, close the blinds. Okay, here's what we're going to do. We're going to have a form where they have to write their address 15 times. It doesn't make any sense, but there's like, we did a secret study and it calms them or something. Like, I feel like I fill out the same freaking form. Same thing with with her. Can I just, I know this is a little bit off topic, but hi, hallmark of our show. Um, our, our field trip form is half a page, half an eight by 11, eight and a half by 11 page. I have to put my phone number on it four times, four times. Like, and guess what? It's 2020. Wait, it no one has a home phone number. And like most of my, most of the teachers have my cell phone or they could call the office. Yeah. Like, and also as if the teacher's times. really taking like a stack of forms on the trip. I think they do, but then they like probably can't. I mean, this is, I'm just not that hard to reach. Like in case of emergency, know, that's the way they're going to break it out. Let's go to the form. Yeah. Right. And if anything so tragic happens at the desert botanical gardens or the Phoenix zoo, like, I think like the number is nine one one. That's, that's my number. Just call that. Like, yes, I want him to receive medical care. You know, like don't call my home, my husband's office phone number in plus six. Like, don't do it. Like just, yeah. just Yes, you have my number. I feel like it's obscene the amount of forms. If anyone is a teacher and you're like, no, 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 it's actually super helpful, like call us or email us. I guess you don't have our phone number, but if you want me to fill out a form, I will. Yeah, I feel like it's excessive. Okay, sorry. Okay, second one, Graham. Okay, I hate hand hand blower dryers. You know, when I wash my hands, Um, I do. I do not like the noise. I have someone in my life who will remain nameless who, because I don't know if this is, if, if she's a genius for thinking this or crazy, but like she's convinced that it's like, um, it's like taking all the bacteria floating in the air and like forcing it onto your hand. And like, I don't know the science behind it, but it actually sounds like it's a reasonable theory. And so she never uses it. She's like, I'm not blowing all those germs onto my hands. Okay, that's fair. I mean, I, that's not the reason I do it. I just feel like I don't like the way my hands feel after I put them under a blow dryer. I had a child who was terrified of the noise for years. We cry every terrifying. time someone used a hand Lots blow dryer. Lots of kids. Lots of kids. Yeah. And then the new Dyson ones, like who thought of those? Those things are so loud. Sounds like you're starting a jet plane. Oh, really? Um, but I feel like the Dyson ones make the old ones feel like, what were we doing? Like who had that kind of time? Like someone like softly like... <laughs> softly blow drying your hands yeah like maybe i'll and then like i'll blow i'll lightly blow cold air on your hands at a very slow pace like thank you dyson right who has time to sit around for that yeah dyson's the one where you just put your hands in and it magically whisks yeah. all the water no no i'm gonna wait here in this mcdonald's bathroom for 45 minutes while this machine blows poop dust on me That's great. That's gold. Gold. All right. This is boring. I always make my bed. Blah, blah. A lot of people do that. Um, I do. So getting back to the number thing. This one I'm dying. Dying. Wait, you know this is true. You've known this about me. It sounds vaguely familiar, but I don't remember the details. I have a need for beautiful numbers. Like... (laughs) I, For example, when I'm choosing a house to buy, I have to love the... uh, Oh, I know what it was. So my address, without telling Stop you, stop lying. It. Take a minute and connect your thoughts before you lie again. Wait, what are you saying? Like, oh wait, it was this. Oh lie. no, 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 that's not what it was. <laughs> wait, what do you think I'm gonna lie about? Well, I know. I feel like every story you've said, wait, no, that's not what it was. Like, oh no, no, no. False. So basically, <laughs> I, I wasn't really saying you're a liar. I was just like, I think we've discussed this. I like pretty addresses. Like, I don't like. We we lived once in an apartment complex, and I think our address was. 1628 or something where it ended maybe it ended an odd number something something road southeast unit four apartment 27 and then it like the zip code was icky and i i didn't like it i wouldn't like that either that's a that that sounds like you're living in like a like a communist apartment yeah, it sounded like yeah. a Soviet era or something. So yeah, I don't yeah, like that. Yeah. I do like addresses to be pretty. Yeah, everyone wants to live on like Willow Dreams Road. Well, that's my question. Why don't they do nice <laughs> streets? So my the sweet lady who raised me, who's basically my second mother, I think we've discussed this before. Her address in her apartment community that she lives is Ho Avenue. H Ho <laughs> Avenue. I'm like, what are you people thinking? Like you making a housing complex. Could it not be like Honeysuckle Lane? That would have yeah. killed you? <laughs> I live on Cellulite Street. Like no one wants to move there. Like right. just let it go. Yeah. I was like, do you know how sometimes you'll drive out in the country and you'll see like a little street sign and it'll clearly be someone's name that they got the street named after them? Yeah. 
I always think that's fun. And I never well, know. How our to neighborhood that. that I grew up in, it was clear. It was really weird. It was, it wasn't like a development, but it was just a neighborhood. It must've been all developed at the same time or something. I don't know. But, um, mm-hmm. all it was Karen, Donna, Carol, like, they oh, were so all his family, but they were, guy I don't, family. Yeah, but they were all like total sixties names. And it was funny because <laughs> my mom's name was Donna Lynn and we lived on Donna Lane. So Donna Lynn from Donna Lane. That's, that's pretty cool. Crazy. I like that. Yeah. Well, that was my grandpa's name was Martin and he lived on Martin court. I yeah, that that's really fun. Cool. I'll zoom right. through mine. Um, I have a weird thing about raw meat. Like I handle it. Like I'm a surgeon. You do. Well, There's mm-hmm. another hygienic thing you do. I'm, it's ironic that I have some hygienic issues. Maybe that's, yeah, that's a good thing. I'm very strange with like making, when I have to make meatballs, which I do a lot, I cook a lot of meat, but like making meatballs when you have to knead the stuff, like the raw egg into mm-hmm. the meat, it takes a special stomach to do that. No, I agree. And it, it's not beef as much, but man, like the chicken, especially when I'm buying Costco and there's like that gross liquid. The juice, yeah. the juice. I opened a package of pork mm-hmm. last night because I was making barbecue ribs and it's like the pork juice, you know, yeah. then you've got to clean everything the pork juice touches. I mean, it's totally. just a lot. And no, would I do that? I think I miss my calling to work at the World Health Organization. Like I want to, I could be a, the person who handles like- Well, they're busy viruses. right now. They could use you. <laughs> I think they need to staff up right now. Oh. Um all right. Okay. So read aloud when proofing. Yeah. When I'm proofing something, I always read under my breath. Don't I think do it's that? quirky at all. I think it's, okay. I think that's totally normal. I think that's, I think okay. you are a good proofreader. Okay. I have no problem with anything on the side door of the fridge. I think we've discussed this before. You are a good thrower outer of things. I have never checked an expiration date. Like I have ginger probably from 2000 Gross. and I'll use it. Okay. Hair <laughs> twirling when learning. Yeah, I've noticed when I'm on when I'm on a phone conversation or I'm talking to someone, I'm always twirling my hair. That's quirky. I'm still doing um the when I really concentrate, I still like stick my lip out. Like I've been doing it since I was like three. Oh yeah, I bite my They're, lip. Not too. my lip. Um, I stick out like my tongue. I'm, like lick my lip. Like really That's aggressive weird. coloring. Like <laughs> when I was a preschooler, same, same, same. That's okay, fascinating. Um, okay, I Birth songs. What is this? This mean? I thought this was a quirk. I mean, I've only used this quirk twice in my life, but I never showed up with a birth plan to a hospital, never anything, but I had a song already picked out (laughs) for each child that I insisted listening to on repeat during my entire childbirth. So I think I listened to Dave Matthews' two-step maybe 400 times while I was giving birth to Cohen. This is something I never knew about you. So did you like bring a boombox? No, well, at this point, iPads were around, so no. Well, and here's the thing: I and like I was insistent, like they were, if they wanted the baby out of my body, they needed to leave me alone and just like nobody talked to me and let me replay my song. Just that's all I did. I just replayed it. It would start, it would play, then I play it again. And both of my children know the song they were born to. <laughs> like Cohen knows he's Two Step, and Patton knows he's Viva La Vida by Coldplay. <laughs> But that was awkward because I had to have a C-section for Patton. And I remember being like, because, you know, they don't let you hook up electronics again. Now, I thought this was valid because, again, my fear of flammability and whatever, apparently whatever <laughs> sawing they were doing to my stomach, they were like, we don't want to take any, like, you know, chances with the electrodes. So we're going to need to, like, jimmy rig something where it could be up by your ear. But you and- still labored with Patton, right? No, no labor. Oh, okay. So full on C-section. Yeah. But I mean, I get it because like, if I'm ever doing like a plank challenge, which I rarely do, but if I ever do a plank challenge, I want this, I like have my song. So it was like a workout mix basically. But I remember getting very, very flustered because like the first Cohen was easy because I was in control. Like I was doing it. I could just easily keep pressing the back button to get my song. But I remember asking the anesthesiologist, like, who's going to like restart the song? (laughs) Like, Who's going to restart it? And I'm not quite getting it. I, that sounds like a job for Harrison, to be honest with you. Yeah, but he, I think he, I don't know where he was. <laughs> you don't know where he was. Okay. Well, no, it's it's confusing when you're giving birth. It's very like, yeah. Two know. more. I'm sure I have a million more, but here are two more. Airplane travel etiquette. Have we discussed this one before that I despise when someone tells me to have a safe trip? Oh, yes. You, I know you hate and it's And it's it's become part of my deal now that when people say have a safe trip, I'm like, I'm like, I'm, you know, aware of how offensive that is to you. It's so offensive. Because and, I'm, and I'm on your teams. Like, I am not a pilot. It. There is literally nothing I can do to control my plane safety. Nothing. So now, but also I like the idea of saying, have a fantastic, fun flight, right? Enjoy your flight because it brings back the good old days when people actually thought flying was fun. Yeah. You know, oh like have a fun have you Have you heard the Jim Gaffigan comedy sketch on like sitting in the aisle seat is basically like our culture's version of knighthood? 
<laughs> no. <laughs> Where he's like, do you solemnly swear to let your fellow passengers out? Like, <laughs> they're like, I will. I will do it. Like, I will. <laughs> like you are in the seat of honor. That's amazing. So you've got you're to right, you, you really can't fall asleep when you're on the aisle. No, like you are on the clock. Like, you know, to, to those who much is given, much is expected. You are sitting <laughs> extra leg room. Like, you're right. You're right. I didn't think about that. That's a good one. Okay, All right. Clean. The last one. For oh, me. this is good. I can't wait to get into email quirks. Okay. This is a just a, a kooky quirk, which, you know, I use Gmail, um, which I like. And then I, but I've always been this way. I do not, I hate it if my email goes like where my, it's not all on one page. Right. Does that make sense? Like where you have it, to it scroll makes absolute down sense. to see everything. And, I, and I'm going to skip ahead to one on my list is every time I send an email, I then immediately go to sent and reread it. So you can see which one of us is clearly like works their email better, which is why Graham is the email person on our show. Wait, why do you work? Why do you I, do that? I don't because it's a just to make sure it's sent. Know. Just to like see like, okay, now I were the person receiving it. What does it sound like? like <laughs> see, but I do that for my Voxers. Okay, I'll, yeah, I do that I'll listen back to my boxers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yep. So, okay. Um, okay, that's Graham's list. She's, I think she's a... Um, I mean, I think I have a few more, but that was top of mind. That's what came to, yeah, to mind Yeah, I think yesterday. you are, I think you have many more, and I'm going to get into a few of yours now. Yeah, <laughs> you're, this is odd, Kirsten. Go for it. I quirks, did it in code. I know. Quirks Kirsten notices about If you Graham. want me to edit this out because you feel like it's exposing too much, I will. I find this is very interesting. I'm okay, so excited. So Graham has a lovely figure. She's always had a lovely figure. She has very excellent health and diet and exercise habits. And, um, but you know, like all women in the society, we, we tend to like point out our flaws and mm -hmm. Graham always looks herself in the mirror and points to one section of her thigh she doesn't care for every single time. <laughs> oh, I like hit it. Yeah, yeah, I actually hit the outer edge of her left thigh where, I don't know, maybe there's like a tiny imperfection that only she sees that she looks great and beautiful, but she always does this and goes, uh, uh, uh. like maybe <laughs> like by, by hitting it, she will make that one section of her body that she, that is displeasing to her just disappear. Like, I don't know what the goal is, but every, like, this is a 20 year habit of like, it's I true. don't like this little piece of thigh and I'm going to hit it. <laughs> I do do that. You, do you, can do keep, that. you can keep that in. It's a quirk. It's, it's a, a quirk. quirk. And she's beautiful and she has nothing like, but you know, she is a human being. She is not flawless, sweet. but apparently no, it's like there's, the flaw. there's a she's part of my beautiful. thigh that I don't like. And I just kind of tap at it. You just kind of say like, maybe it'll disappear. Okay. And yeah, like maybe I can push it. Maybe I can push it in. <laughs> oh, what's the other one? Well, I'm trying to remember what this stands for. Hold on. Hold on. Okay. I might even need to edit this while I think about this because this was good. <clears throat> I don't remember. If I remember, I'll come back to it. Gosh, no darn it. My code. I couldn't crack my own code. You can't crack your own code. Okay, okay I'm going to remember quirks. what is that quirk about Graham? Okay. If it comes to. Okay, okay. Kirsten, you're a quirky gal. You've always been a quirky gal. Okay, so I'm giving my OCD disclaimer. Like, I'm a little OCD. Like, I'm a little, probably on the OCD spectrum, if you will. So, um, and She's I'm legit. coffee pot girl. Yes, yeah. and I'm legit nuts about bedtime. Um, like my, my close-up ritual, my close-up to house rituals are like very regimented. I and yet, check. ironically, I feel like I could break into your house in 30 seconds if I wanted to. Oh, you to. think that? That's what, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just like I always check to make sure all that, we have so many, our whole living room is just windows, or not windows, like little yeah, French doors. doors. And that's like 15 locks. I mean, not really, it's like four, but you know what I mean? I just, I want to make sure all those doors are locked. And, um, and I want to make sure like the gas is off and all yeah, the lights the are off and the dog's got out. I've got like my little list. It's like my little list uh -huh. I check off. So I know I've got a lot of quirks. Okay. Those are my disclaimers. Um, but I have this problem where I don't really put the lids on everything. What? Yeah. So, and it's, it's, this is like, so and my husband immediately when I was like, what are my quirks? He's like the lid thing, the lid thing. And I'm like, oh, the lid thing. Wait, yeah, what's so the lid thing? The lid thing is like, I if something like if you have that orange juice lid and you put it on and you need to twist it like four times to get it closed, I twist it like one and a half times. I don't no. want to talk to you about that because there have been many times where mm -hmm. that's happened in my family because I instantly pull the orange juice out and shake it to do the pulp and then the orange juice is splashed all over me. Right. And I've trained my family, never assume a lid is closed. And they know now. They know like we don't shake anything. <laughs> we don't. Why do you do this? I mean, like, I feel like it's, 
I don't know. I but I like this is this is I just can't. It's a quirk. It's a quirk. It's a quirk. It's, and it's, it's not peculiar. Like I, it's and I understand like it's not best practices, but I just never get around to like closing it, you know. And then yeah. the other thing is I never close cabinet doors. Oh, I open gosh. up a door. I take out a. a a plate and then I leave the door open. And then about three times a day, I walk through the kitchen and I close like all the doors. I do like a lap, close all the doors. Oh but then gosh. like, I'm right back at it and the doors are all open. Closing the doors is a whole nother step. It's not like open the door, take it out, close the door. It's like, come back later and close all those. <sighs> yeah, I know. It's annoying. It's annoying. Well, I guess I'm quirky because that would drive me bananas as well. Mm-hmm. Bonkers. Yeah. I also have a very specific two-step counter. It's actually a three-step counter process where first I microwave the sponge to kill all the bacteria. Uh-huh. And then I clean off the counters with a sponge. And mm-hmm. then I use method spray. Wow. Yeah. You can eat off my counters, which I, you know, when I chop vegetables and it falls on the counter, I'm okay with putting it back in the salad because I know my counters are spotless. Oh, really? See, for me, I instantly throw it in the garbage can <laughs> because I know that my counters cannot be trusted. Yeah. No, mine are- Because there are... might be pork meat. No, I'm kidding. Right. No. See, mine are super clean and I like cannot stand when people put, put like purses on it because remember that email that went around a couple of years ago? It's like the most disgusting thing in your home is the bottom of your purse. No joke. 100%. Yeah. So I don't like purses on the counters. Um, okay. Speaking of which, I don't like- inside clothes and I don't like outside clothes sitting on inside things. No, I'm what not is outside clothes. So like if you are in New York and you are riding the subway and you have your big overcoat and your overcoat is sitting on the subway chair, I don't want your overcoat then coming and sitting on my couch. That is an oh, outside this is so quirky. Garment. Wait, wait, that- but but are you a no shoe house? No, no, no. I'm not a no shoe house because it doesn't make any sense. Because the floor is a neutral zone. Like I cannot, I can't do everything. But like, for the love of God, I don't want the subway on my couch. So take off your coat, hang it okay. up, and then your your pants that weren't touching the seat can be on the couch. Does that make sense? Oh, it does make <laughs> sense, but it's weird. <laughs> this is called the curriculum. Okay. This is amazing. I get super stressed. And I know it's a hard situation because the line is accumulating and they're just doing their job. But like I bring big bags to Costco. I know what things go in which bag. I don't want your help check out people. Like that annoys me so badly when they just put like the big box of of goldfish just in the cart. And I'm like, there's a reason I brought this giant Ikea bag with me. It's because I don't want to make 500 trips from my trunk to my kitchen. So I want the bags packed, put this big lightweight box in this bag. I have a system. Okay. You know what? This actually is the perfect segue because we clearly need some mental health help. (laughs) So fortunately, ironically, we're sponsored by BetterHelp today. And BetterHelp, if you're not 100% familiar with them already, um, is online counseling that's there for you whenever you need it. You can connect to a professional counselor in a safe, private online environment. It's ridiculously convenient. Anytime you need help, you can schedule something on your own time at your own pace. If you have depression, stress, anxiety, quirks, quirks, um, anything you share is totally confidential. And if you're not happy with your counselor for any reason, you can get a new one at no extra charge. We have been partnered with BetterHelp for a long time. We think they're really, really neat and also just a smart thing to do. You can talk to them via text, chat, phone, and video, and you can start with someone. You can get paired in under 24 hours. They're very, very affordable. Um, And basically, we have a discount code you can use. It's 10% 10% off your first month if you use the discount code welcome home. That's all one word. So 10% off your first month with the code welcome home and get started today at betterhelp.com slash welcome home. So betterhelp.com slash welcome home. Use the discount code welcome home and you'll get 10% off. This is worth a try if you've got any hangups you uh, want to get rid of. I don't know why you're looking at me through the Zoom. Um, yeah. Thank you, BetterHelp. We also have Jonas Paul for you. Graham and I both have children who wear glasses, and we are both personal fans of Jonas Paul eyewear. So what is Jonas Paul? It is a kids eyeglasses company that lets you, that offers you a home try-on kit, which allows you to find the perfect pair right at home. And so it becomes suddenly, instead of standing in a doctor's office, screaming and crying and trying to figure out which one's going to work, you get to have a fun experience at home, trying them on and um, really choosing something that the kids are going to like. They are affordable and stylish. You guys, these are designer looking classes without the the designer price tag. You can try the glasses at home, seven frames for seven days, which is only a dollar. 
They have sizes available for kids ages 4 to 16, and also some petite adults can even wear the glasses. Um, at the end of the month, they are also launching a brand new non-prescription sunglasses line, too. So for kiddos who don't need prescription glasses, you can give Jonas Paul a try, too. We are both Jonas Paul fans. Our kids are wearing Jonas Pauls as we speak, so we cannot recommend this, pro this product highly enough. Um, go ahead and go to jonaspauleyewear.com and use the discount code Welcome Home for 15% off prescription glasses. Again, that's jonaspauleyewear.com and use the discount code Welcome Home for 15% off prescription glasses. Um, go ahead and give them a try because we are fans. But just so you know, the discount doesn't apply to the non-prescription sunglasses. That's important to know. But that is they're still highly affordable, like crazy town affordable. Yeah. Um, I love Jordan Paul. We've been using them for a while. Yeah. Okay, Kirsten, you're very, very quirky. Okay. Oh, I'm wait, this is fun. Judged. Hold on. Inside clothes, outside clothes. You've got some, like, so you, okay, I've heard of this Dr. Pimple Popper. She's a thing. Okay, this is where we're getting real vulnerable. This is where I'm going to I don't, under to I don't understand how that's a true. show. How people thought that could go. Okay. No, no, no. Let's dig in because I do feel very exposed right now. But here's the deal. I know I'm not alone. I know I'm not alone. There are certain gross, disgusting things about the human body that mm -hmm. I'm totally good with. And mm -hmm. then there are other things that are disgusting, gross about the human body that like I'm going to vomit if we talk about. So mm -hmm. I think zip popping is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> There's a catharsis to it. Yeah, totally. It's so satisfying. I am totally good with zip popping. It is great. Earwax, like, give it to me, give it to me. Like, I love, I know we're not supposed to be sticking Q-tips in our kids' ears, but like, come on, right? Are we, like, <laughs> if your children have massive ear problems, maybe you're not supposed to be sticking Q-tips in your kids' ears, Kirsten. Oh, you talk about your kids' ears I, a lot. And if people are listening right now, like, throwing up in their mouth, I am sorry because I feel you. I cannot, um... I cannot have any, like, I have a hard time watching Grey's Anatomy. I can't hear the word vein or artery. Oh my Why? gosh, it grosses me out. Like, even when people are talking about, like, you know, even if people are discussing, like, a diet and they say something about, you know, this vitamin is processed in the liver, even that, I just kind of got a little, like, grossed out in my gut. Why like, don't I, you like the liver? Oh, I just, like, I am not, I could Do you never... eat liver? Do you eat liver? Oh, no. Okay, so you're, but, like, like I totally- anti-liver across the board. It's not even just liver, like anything, anything like health related. I, I really, I just, I don't do the human body. I don't do that. It grosses okay. me out. Now here's the, well, huh. I'll oh, here's a quirk. Here's the, this is, this is admitting a little too much, but so this is a really interesting Graham thing that you don't know. I know you love learning this. I do love learning Graham fun facts. The, what do you call it? Not the like, okay. What do you, um, what's the proper word? The, okay. You know, if you get little zits around your mouth every now and then. Mm -hmm. Okay. I mean, I don't. Is it, it is it like a canal or a channel, whatever it is, mine for some reason can go like two inches deep. Does that make any sense? Like deep in your skin pores? Yes. I've never seen anything like it. Like if I can get a good one, they'll come out and I measured them before sometimes. And it's as if the, the canal it's coming out of or whatever it is, is like two inches long, right? It's amazing. It's some, it's the most amazing thing ever. So in the very rare instances, whenever I go get a facial and the lady works on my face and she gets something from around my mouth, I always, it always makes me doubt their competency because I know she is not gone as deep as she possibly can. Is she could. There's more Does to she, get. Like there's way more to get and they're but not see, doing Here's the weird quirky thing is that half our audience is going like, oh yeah, that'd be fun. I want to get it out. And the other half is going. Bleh, bleh. I know. Like, I know. We just, have, let's just stop. There's it. certain stop things it. that are quirky good and certain things that are quirky bad. Like this is, this is my point. So I know. I know. Anyway. Um, okay. And, and I don't know, because this is also like a weird genetic thing too, because my dad is a doctor and he said mm -hmm. he, he passes out at the sight of blood, his own blood, he passes out. But like for the first year of medical school, he said he couldn't see blood or he would throw up and pass out. And yet like he stuck with it, decided that was- <sighs> Your dad's not just a doctor, your dad's a cardiologist. Yes, yeah, that was the career he chose. Like, does He's that seem a little bit quirky to you? Like, mm, like this grosses me out so much, I'm going to faint. I think I'm going to devote my life to this. Like, at what point are you like- Maybe accounting. I don't know. But anyway, quirky. Okay. Um, so maybe there's still a future for me in, in surgery. Who knows? Okay. My ragamuffin backup wardrobe. Yeah. So this was another contribution for my husband. He's like, what about all those really embarrassing clothes you love to wear? <laughs> 
so like, like your happy pants or something yeah, just, like just like I, I bought this outfit for like $12 at Costco and it's like all fleece and the bottom matches the top like it might as well be like pretty pajamas and yes. like on my days that I get to wear like that outfit I'm like mm-hmm. and then I wear it like with sensible shoes so I can like get stuff done around the house and oh it's yeah like a really gross mud color that hides all the dirt and like I'll come home and like look at me and be like, oh, it's a it's a rag of oven alpha day. I'm like, yes, it is. And look at what I got done, you know? And look how productive I am. That's yes, the thing. It's, it's like my productive sh- clothes. Like mm-hmm. I'm not here to look good. I'm here to do good. But it made, like it made me think we have this one friend who we were sitting around one day and talking about guilty pleasures. And he like kind of looked around the room to make sure no one was listening. And he's like, cargo shorts are my guilty pleasure. And I feel like <laughs> I get you, man. I get you. Like all the pockets you can hold yeah, everything. Like, all the in there. Things. like he's not there to look good. He's there to do good. Like that to is get it point. done. So Absolutely. I've got clothes that are that are very utilitarian and I really like them. I oh yeah. I've yeah I've got little pieces stashed away for each mood. Like when I'm cold when I need I have I have clothes that I consider to be like a hug from my mother, which yes. I didn't get a lot of. Um but I think like you wrap it around you like a special cardigan and it feels like someone's giving you a hug. That's why I very much understand those heavy blankets. I believe in that, the weighted blanket, oh, the you know how they blankets? help soothe mm-hmm. children. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I actually I mean, can. I think, I think the evidence that this is not quirky is right. just the entire fact of Crocs. Like, yeah. you know, like Crocs never would have taken off if there were, if this was like not a thing. But people were just like, who cares? We look like, like we, so we look like human Smurfs. Let's just do it. It's amazing, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Let's just feel good. You know, like I feel good. I'm getting yeah. stuff done. Okay. This makes me really fun. Okay. You have a I game? play a little game with myself called, what time is it? And I always, I'm really good at the game. What I do is like, before I look at the clock, I would say, I think it is 9.52. If I'm within five minutes, I'm really proud of myself. That's you know, amazing. I like Kirsten. that. Yeah. So I, I like to always be able to like, know exactly what time it is. And I'm usually pretty accurate. I think it's cool to like have little games that you play with yourself, Yeah, you know, you know like yeah. I have a lot of like, I'll place bets on things like, will oh. someone I'm meeting show up on time or five minutes late? But it's not because I'm upset about when they show up. It's more just, I want to see if I can call it. Totally. You know, or how many people will cancel on this night's event? You know, like I'm always just want, like, when I'm not really placing a value judgment on it, I just kind of like, challenge, like making these little challenge to see if I can get it right or not. Totally. I have a, I have a friend who she's really into timing. Like, that's her thing. She's always like, how, how she sets the timer and says, how quickly can I unload the dishwasher? How quickly can I? I love that. My mom used to do that. Like, can we get it done in three minutes? Like, can we unload the dishwasher in three minutes? And it was so much fun. Can we straighten up the house in five minutes? And And you're making me, you're making me forget for listeners who have little kids. We used to do that a lot with little kids who it's like, they have no sense of time. Like I might take 48 minutes to put this train in this bucket. It's like that. That was yes. a good. Yes, and then you set the timer. That's a genius. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Always set little timers. Yeah, that was a helpful way to get stuff done. Okay. Um, okay, this one I feel like is weird. Writing backstories for C characters in my life, like my yoga teacher's like childhood. He was saying the other day that like his yoga friends are his best friends, and so that gave me like so much material to work with. And I was like imagining him like as a child and like what sort of like what sort of friendships did he have that the yoga friends are now better and like I write these whole character stories and then like the checkout lady at Safeway who like is my favorite she's just really kind and I see her and she's just got a great sense of humor and really just like one of those people who just has a naturally sparkling sparkling personality and she was talking about her living room and then I started like imagining her living room and I just like spend a lot of time kind of crafting a backstory for them I love that you do that or no I do. And my other bad habit is though, is I make up nicknames for people. They're not mean, they're just nicknames for people. And I usually get busted because I often share my nicknames with my family. And we had this man who, I mean, this wasn't the most creative nickname, but he used to, he was this older man. He used to walk up and down our street and every day he wore the same pair of red sweatpants. So we called him Red Pants Man. You've heard about Red Pants Man. No, I haven't. Well, we would always be excited because I'd tell the boys as we were driving by, Red Pants Man, he's walking, he's on our street today. And lo and behold, one day the boys rolled down the, you know, they rolled down the window to remind they're like, Red Pants Man! (laughs) It was great. Yeah. Well, it's so funny though, because you see these people over and over again and it's like, they're they're just like, I'm totally a C character in their life. Maybe a D character or an E character. Like, they're totally a C character in my life, but you keep seeing them. You know what I mean? Like, you're not my next-door neighbor. You're not, like, my kid's teacher. You're not somebody right. I'm going to, like, 
ever probably like get past sea level with and I you have no problem you're never gonna be like hey you want to come over for dinner but I you see these people all the time yeah oh yeah we all have we all have people like that you know yeah I like that so you're making up so I like one I, I feel like I'm never gonna really get to sit down and be like tell me about your living room tell me about your childhood so I just have to like fill in the blanks myself is that weird <laughs> is that quirky as I'm saying that, that is, loud, it seems really quirky well it's because you're a writer I think and you're you know your background would point to that I mean, everything about your, your training points to you doing training, something like that. Um, all right. We're going to have to wrap this up, but let's talk about some more evolving quirks. Okay. Evolving quirks. So I have quirks that I've realized, like I've, and I think the first step is admitting you have a problem. So I think some of these have changed in my life. I used to be super, um, super concerned with like the darks, the darks with the red, the lights, the whites that I can bleach. Like I was a super laundry sorter. Mm-hmm. And then I'm not, this is not a sponsored episode by them or whatever, but like we did, I think it was what, how many ads do we do for Carbona? 16? 14. Okay. And we had so many ads for Carbona and we love Carbona, Carbona. We love Carbona. And they sent us some samples when we did the ads and those, those little sheets that you could stick in your wash and they were the color grabbers. Oh, you love that. You're I loved them. And, mm-hmm. and they really like changed the way I do laundry. So that is a quirk that I used to be super uptight about. And now I'm like, throw it all in. So I yeah. really like that. That's changed my life. Um, Mm -hmm. my coffee demands. So I did like a two week keto thing. And with Mm -hmm. keto, you have to like add fat to your diet, which doesn't sound hard until you realize Mm -hmm. just eating pure fat is kind of tricky. I mean, not for me because I can eat better with a spoon, but but you every now and then you want to shake it up. Yeah. So like the obvious choice is like you add full fat, heavy creamer to your coffee and there you go. You get a bunch of fat grams. Okay. Coffee is ruined for me. I used to drink black coffee. I actually added water. Weak black coffee was like my favorite. Mm -hmm. Now I'm like, I I want heavy cream. I was using like the sugar-free almond syrup thing. Like now I want my like little dessert coffee. When I wake up, I want my dessert coffee now. Wait, what do you mean you put, um, you use a a real sugar now? No, no, no. So I was doing a sugar-free almond thing. They have them at coffee stores. Mm-hmm. You don't remember oh, yeah, the almond okay. syrup. So yeah. But yeah, so now I have these delightful like full fat almond mochas every morning. And they're amazing for four. And they're actually calories. very good for you. You're supposed to put well, the fat. But I mean in you're coffee. still having it's still a three hundred calorie breakfast by the time I've had two cups. <laughs> That's all you're having is two cups of no 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 coffee. No, this is like my pre breakfast game. But okay. I'm just saying, like, you know, it's a, it's, a, it's a rough way to add in 300 calories to your, like, before 6 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> you know? But now it's like, now I'm like, black coffee is disgusting. Like, what, right. what am I being this, like, all along? Here's I, a quirk or just an insight into my life. Do you want to know what I made for breakfast yesterday? I feel like this ties it all together. <clears throat> Pardon me. The, uh... On the side door of my refrigerator, you know, you have those Pillsbury rolls of things. Like we had a thing of like Pillsbury crust pizza, whatever. Mm-hmm. And I guess, I don't know what happened, but it popped open, right? Like it just popped. Oh, that's and crazy. I hated the idea of wasting it so much. It had been popped for like a day or two that I peeled off like the crusty part. And then I decided I'd make a breakfast pizza. <laughs> so I cobbled together the little bit of dough that hadn't like been exposed to air and hardened for too long and then I put cinnamon and sugar on it and nobody ate it but me that does not sound like quirky that sounds like when you made Wolfgang Puck or no who did you make it I'm really gossip. Wolfgang Puck literally oh, no, made, Wolfgang okay Puck. so you guys Graham went to one of those like disgusting vending machines well no because we I worked for Good Morning America and I was the food person I was on the food committee or whatever I was with the, working with the food producer and <laughs> I was like an intern and it was 5 a.m. Her special secret coffee, which is like from a vending machine with like gas. This is like gas station no, well, no, no, no. The story is Kirsten. Wolfgang Puck is there like getting his hair done, getting his makeup done. And he asked me for an espresso, right? Which like you can imagine the man wants a good cup of coffee delivered in a nice china glass. Do you think was- he has high Epicurean taste, Graham? Right. Yeah, exactly. The man knows his food. And so it's 5 a.m. And so I'm running from to bodega, bodega, bodega. Like nobody sells espresso at 5 a.m., even in Manhattan, in Times Square. And so finally, I go to one of those things where you push the button, you know, and the espresso comes out. He hated I it. thought you were like selling it to him though. Like, you're going to love this one. Wait oh, I did. Time. I did. I was like, oh, I know what it was. I mixed it because I couldn't figure out. So I like did a splash of hot chocolate, a splash of espresso. <laughs> and then I think, 
I've tried your recipes. Now try mine, Wolfie. I think I threw in like a thing of Irish cream. I mean, like I was at my wits end. Did he enjoy your coffee? No. He's like, I think he thought it was a big joke. Like, Okay. I'm wrapping up my list. Packing. I used to remember when I was obsessed with packing and I loved to pack. Do you remember that? I used to love to packing, to packing. I used to love to pack. I used to think it was like a wonderful time, but whatever. And as we mentioned on a previous show, I am moving. Like the thrill is gone. I have now seen too many things come with me from house to house to house that I still, for some reason, can't get rid of them. And I don't want to dig into why. So I just am overpacking. Um, baby quirks. I mean, obviously, you know, just all the little things we used to do when we had babies. And I don't feel like I've replaced them quite as much with like grown-up kid quirks. So I That's like a whole show. If we still remembered what we did with babies, we could do a whole baby quirk thing because I was nutty. Yeah. And this is a very similar one, but we had some friends over for dinner from out of town and they're traveling. They traveled cross country with three really little ones, like two still in diapers. And, um, and just watching them, I, I've realized, you know, I talk a lot about how I don't like to travel, that that was like a big quirk of mine. But I'm realizing, you know what? I actually don't mind traveling now. I think traveling with small children is just really hard. So I'm going to go back on my, I'm not a traveling quirk. And I like to, and I just think, I just oh, think traveling with small like children traveling. is hard. I'm really glad, you know, actually one of our college roommates proposed a, um, a reunion, which we haven't had in a long time. And I was expecting all my other deputy downer uh, college roommates to poo-poo it. But everyone chimed in happily that they were up for it. I was very well, proud of our little crew. I think it has to do with the fact that we like don't have tiny children anymore. And then my last one is I used to have a super quirk about just obsessing over certain things and it's been cured by Google. You know, like if you're watching a movie and you're like, where is this actor from? Mm -hmm. You know, now you just have to say like, who plays Bill in this movie? Except, okay, etiquette. Here, here's the etiquette portion of us. I made it, because we do that a lot too, and it is nice to be able to get the answer whenever you want it, but I made a rule at our dinner table that, like, even though we could we could ask a, a question that maybe we needed the answer to, that we were just going to sit it out and not get the answer. Because I wonder if people are actually mm. retaining the knowledge of all these little Google factoids that we're looking up all day. You, well, again, that's sure that that's a really big episode because, like, I have that with my kids. You know, my kids are doing the, the typical obnoxious kid thing, like, school mm-hmm. is meant to torture kids. Why do we have to learn this? And, you know, obviously the answer is about education, opportunity. You know, this is not rocket science. But there are certain things now where I'm like, yeah, you really don't have to learn that. You can just Google that, you know. Or when yeah. so many of their school projects now, it's like, you know, I, basically, like, the whole project is me giving them my computer for 30 seconds while they Google something, you know. And so... Mm-hmm. I don't know. But yes, I think you're right. I think there's an etiquette element to that where maybe conversations came out because of that or just the idea of where how much do you want to know? Do you want to know it enough that after the dinner table, you'll leave and go look it up yourself? I don't know. But I want to thank everyone for listening. I think now we've all realized that not only are Kirsten and I weird, which we knew, but that we're all a little bit quirky. We sure are. Um, all right. Well, thanks for listening, everyone, and have a wonderful week. We'll be back next week. Next, uh, no, we won't. That's a lie. Another- next every other week. Another lie. It's the, uh, the day of lies. <laughs> <laughs> maybe we'll be back. Maybe we won't. We won't. Maybe you'll we see won't. us. Maybe we won't. Hit us up. We'll be back in two weeks now, and we're going to have some guests. We haven't had guests in a while, so we're oh, we've got some amazing some- guests coming I know, on. We're, I know. we're back. Secret back, baby. We've got some great shows in the lineup. <laughs> okay. Thanks for listening. Have a great week. We'll see you in two weeks. Well, we won't see you because again, full of lies. We'll just you, we won't even hear you. You'll hear us. Kirsten's high on her three cups of almond coffee. Totally. <laughs> now that there's creamer in him, I'm like, give me more she's, of that stuff. She's high as a kite. Cheers. Well, cheers. <laughs> Bye. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Welcome Home. We think you guys are the best. Our sweet listeners tell us all the time that it feels like we're real life friends and not to be too mushy, but we feel the same about you. So why not go ahead and connect with us on Instagram? We're at the Welcome Home Podcast. Or if it's something super secret, feel free to send us an email at hello at the welcomehomepodcast.com, especially if it's a secret about Kirsten. I'm the one who checks the email. It will stay between us. And as always, if you'd enjoyed today's episode of Welcome Home, please make sure you're subscribed. And also, if you have a few minutes, we'd just love for you to leave us a review wherever you listen to podcasts. Also, please share the show with your friends. Tell your friends. That's the hospitable thing to do. Thanks for listening to Welcome Home.